You're a bunch of yahoos. Welcome. You are listening to Hello Thoughts with Jack and Matt. Ready to go? Indeed I am. Let's get it. You're listening to Hello Thoughts. Episode number three. Three. Let's go, baby. I'm happy to be here with you, Matt. You know, I'm happy to be here, too. Who would have thought we would have made it to three whole episodes? I know. We probably, uh, I would have thought we would at least gotten into like a a fight right now and just didn't want to continue with this. Yeah, look at us now, though. Look at us. We're actually making our dreams come true. Well, welcome to episode number three, everybody. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, go ahead and listen to them. Hopefully, episode number three will be a little bit better than the first two. And hopefully, we just keep getting better from here on out because that's what you want to do in life right you just want to keep getting better and better and better this just turns into a motivational speech all of a sudden. yeah man i feel like ready to run through a wall now so let's go let's go okay so we're just gonna hop in right to this first topic that we have laid out for this one and we're talking about food everybody loves food what's your favorite food matt you know, I was actually talking about this with, I think, actually, uh, my girlfriend, Jess, the other day, or it might have been my mom, but it was we were talking about favorite foods, and I feel like it's so hard to pick a favorite food because it all depends on my mood, you know? That is true. So, like, for the longest true. time, steak and burgers were, like, my go-to, but I don't know about, like, why. I mean, I guess I do know why, but recently, like, I've just been craving pizza. Pizza's so good, dude. And I feel like that's the those are the three stereotypical like <laughs> answers to this is like I'm, steak, I'm, hamburger, and pizza. I was gonna say pizza, honestly, because I think you can put different toppings on it, except for pineapple, because pineapple does not belong on pizza. And don't argue with me about that. Okay. Pineapple should not be on pizza. Okay. But you can put on a whole bunch of different toppings on it. That's why I think it's my favorite food, because you can mix it up. Yeah, like you got the same base. But that's, that's like, I don't know, that's familiar, right? You know, so you need something familiar. You don't want to be eating the same thing over and over and over and over again, right? So you got to have something familiar and then you have toppings on top of that. So you have the crust, the sauce, and the cheese, and then you can add new toppings. So I feel like it wouldn't get super redundant. I mean, it would, don't get me wrong. You're eating, the, like when it comes down to it, you're eating the same food day in and day out every single day but you can put different toppings on it i mean who knows on day like 90 of it i might even try a pineapple on pizza you never know i agree i mean like i think pizza might be the most like versatile food there is because like i don't know about you but i've had all different types of pizza like i've had like barbecue pizza i've had uh like alfredo sauce pizza cheese pizza so it's like you really the options are endless and the combinations you can do i feel like pizza i mean i guess burgers to an extent but you because you could have different toppings on burgers but i feel like pizza is just one of those foods that like i can never get sick of if i'm having fresh food now let me ask you this because i have this like hot take that okay probably sounds really stupid okay but when you open up a pizza say it's like you're at like a place that you've never had pizza before or whatever yeah. If the pizza comes in squares, I know it's going to be fire. But if yeah, it yeah, comes in like sure. triangle slices, I'm very like iffy on it. Like I already, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's from like going to elementary school and having like, you know, triangle normal pizza like that where it's all greasy and everything. But when pizza comes in like square slices, I am 
immediately like expecting it to be like the best pizza ever and it never fails like i can't remember a time that i've had like square pizza that it was like no this is this is trash so i will tell you that is a hot take mainly because i feel like anyone who is outside of chicago who lives outside of chicago and has pizza i feel like they've almost very i want i don't want to say never but very rarely have they had a square cut pizza before right like i feel like that's just Mm -hmm. a chicago thing like i live in florida now i have not found a pizza place that will cut them in squares really no new york that's all gonna be triangles right Mm -hmm. just regular slices because they kind of sell it by the slice like it makes sense right from a business Mm -hmm. perspective you can sell these big slices and stuff like what are you gonna do sell big square slices no that's dumb so I, I I do feel like it's a hot take mainly because it's only from Chicago, I feel like. If you're not having Chicago deep dish pizza, also a hot take. I don't really like Chicago deep dish pizza. I'm going to throw it out there. See, but that's the thing about like Chicago. And again, like I guess it, we're coming from the perspective of not actually being in Chicago. But everyone that I know from Chicago, like deep dish is like a special occasion kind of pizza where you have it like once, 100%. maybe twice a year. It's yeah, not so like hit- an every day occurrence you know yeah yeah it's too cheesy to have it every day you can't you can't have that much cheese that much crust that much just deep it like it's good it's good don't get me wrong but it's like you know if we're just hanging out having a couple beers and we're like hey let's order a pizza deep dish isn't going to be my go-to and if we're in chicago it's definitely going to be somewhere that cuts the pizza in in squares isn't that isn't that funny though like i feel like the only time i ever have deep dish is when someone's visiting from out of town that like hasn't had deep dish or something like that. And it's like, yo, I need to take you to get some real Chicago pizza and yeah. like make a big deal about it. When in reality, like I never it's get It's not deep a big dish. deal whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, it's yeah. so funny, but like yeah, people get so and then you're, about it. Yeah. No. And then you're sitting down there eating at the restaurant and whoever you you brought there and, and you know, and you're eating with is like, Oh man, you must do this all the time. You're like, yeah, yeah, totally. Just, you know, every Friday night, go out for deep dish pizza with me and my buddies, get a, you know, grab a couple of beers. No, that's just not how it works out. But no, for sure, I think um, pizza is meant to be cut in squares. That is my hot take, and I'm going to stick to it. Between that and pineapple on pizza, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't tell me otherwise. If you guys, you listeners, want to chime in on the subject, let us know. Email us at uh, what is it? Hello, Jack and Matt at gmail.com, right? Yeah. Hello, Jack and Matt at gmail.com. Email us. What is your favorite slice of pizza? You can also go on our Instagram. What's the at on our Instagram? Let me, uh, okay. <laughs> While he pulls that up to try and find the ad on our Instagram, you can also go on our Instagram uh, and comment on our newest post about this episode, episode number three. It what is. What is. Go ahead. It's hello, thoughts, Jack and Matt. It's a work in hello, progress. Hello, thoughts, Jack and Matt. A N D? Yes. Okay. Hello, thoughts, at hello, thoughts, Jack and Matt. Comment on our most recent post. Do you like square sliced pizza or triangle sliced pizza the best also comment if pineapple should be on pizza or not and we'll uh continue the subject and if you do that email us if you email us we might read what you're saying 
on uh, on the podcast. And if you do that, Jack will personally Venmo you one to five dollars potentially. Zero. Let's call it zero to five dollars, and it just. There's so you're potential... saying there's a chance, though. Yes. Okay. But well, it's zero to zero to five dollars. That just got me to comment. Then we should just start Venmoing people like a cent. Yeah. Like I oh, mean, yeah, hey, we give away all this money on this podcast. <laughs> we send like a dollar. Like. Okay. Hey, it'll anyways, add up. Anyways, anyways, so I mentioned going out and having having uh, beer with your pizza when you go out with buddies and stuff like that. What's your favorite beer right now? What's your go-to kind of like, like give us a situation, right? Like you're in the middle of summer, it's 90 degrees. You're hanging out at the pool. What beer are you going for? Or you're like, you know, it's the middle of winter. You're by a cozy fireplace, hanging out with your family for Christmas. What beer are you going for? Or like, okay, we'll start off with those two. Yeah. So what I'm going to say is that I'm trying to cut back on beer. So like I'm avoiding beer at all costs. That's why we need to get but, Happy Dad in our systems. We need to get we need to get some Happy Dad in here. No free free promotional ads from Nelk, but I want Happy Dad. I, I mean, I've tried. I've been down to try so it. Isn't it in Florida yet? It, but yeah. Well, well, I think I can order it online, but I can't I mean, go to like the store and pick it up. You should test it out. But the two beers that like, I guess I have a weak spot for for some reason is like Blue Moon with an orange in it. It has to be an orange in it. And summer shandy because it's like the perfect summer vibe. Mm-hmm. Summer shandy is just seasonal though, right? Or did they make that a full on thing now? You can buy summer shandy whenever, but like that beer like is meant to be drank in the is summer. That, is that Line and Kugel? Yeah. Or is that its own like? Brand no, it's now? it's it's Line it's Line and Kugel. Yeah, Line and Kugel is pretty good. I went to the Line and Kugel. Uh, f- uh, what do they call it? Distillery? Factory, distillery, Factory. brewery, brewery. In uh, thank you. I don't know why. Couldn't think of that in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. That was kind of interesting. I wasn't of drinking age, so it wasn't as fun. But that's what we should do with the with the boys. We should go to a brewery one time or a winery and just get completely let me, trashed. Yeah, let me tell you. Here's something: is like for some reason I love the atmosphere of breweries, mm-hmm. but I don't actually like drinking the beer. Like, mm-hmm. I'll I go to like I've gone to a decent amount of breweries, you know, just because like I think that they're, they're it's a cool concept that you could get like you know, a flight of like six beers and try them all. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'll try them and there'll be some that I'm like, okay, this is like pretty good. Yeah. But would I choose it over a normal beer, like a summer Shandy or blue moon? No, but I yeah. always keep going for some reason. And I don't know yeah. what it is. No, microbreweries are a big thing now, right? Where it's just these restaurants, basically that that just brew their own beer there. And I don't know, have you ever had an experience where you get like a flight of beers, like you're saying, like five, six beers or whatever, and then you're tasting them, but that you're uh, this happened to me once where I'm tasting them and stuff like that. I didn't really like one of them, but the bartender was right there, and the bartender I think was probably one of the owners or one of the investors or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 can't tell those people that their beer sucks when they give you a flight of beers and you're like taste testing them and stuff like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's it's this awkward situation where yeah like i like what you're saying where or i see what you're saying where it's cool to go in and sit down and get these flight of beers and have them taste tested and stuff like that but when you have a go-to you have a go-to especially mm-hmm. for an occasion or something like that like a wedding or just chilling out by the pool summer you know summer shandy like you gotta have those go tos. You can't just always be getting flights of beer and 
and uh and just try and try new things out like yeah i like doing that but can't keep doing that right so what's your favorite okay go no i was gonna say because this is just kind of a, a random thought popped into my head but it was i was at a bar um and like we were the only two in the bar but basically it was me and jessica and okay. I got a Miller Lite. Like I asked the lady for, I think it was a Blue Moon originally. She's like, "Oh, that tap has been there for a while. You don't want that." But I'm like, "How's the Miller Lite?" And she's like, "It's good." And I got it. And when I say this was the worst Miller Lite I've ever had in my life, and I've had like warm Miller Lights, I've this was just awful. And Jess was like, "Oh yeah, you could go like go and ask her to like uh, get another one." But I am for some reason I just I'm so passive when it comes to like food if there's something that like i don't like with my food or drinks that like i will suck it up and i will eat it or drink it no matter what i refuse to like i refuse to send things back i do not send things back and it's not because like i had some horrific accident or you know or like found spit or hair or something like that in my food after i sent it back or something like that i just i i mean i've heard those stories before it's never happened to me personally and i've never worked in a restaurant to where I can see that firsthand or, you know, something like that mm-hmm. happen. But I, yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't like, if I, if the food sucks, mm-mm, I'm just, okay. Yeah. Like I'll get a box, like, you know, and, and go. Mm-hmm. And like, if I go back there, boom, never ordering that again. Or, um, you know, just like, I, I will, I will not send things back for sure. Yeah. No, it's, it's such a weird, such a weird, like, I don't know why I'm like that, but even with like drinks too, like if like they may, if they give me the wrong, like, you know, drink, I'm like, okay, no, like I'll just suck it up and I'll be like, you know, drink it or give it to someone else and then I'll get another one. But what, what were your favorite beers then? We never uh, touched on that. My favorite beer is probably, okay. So there's a Canadian beer, um, that I really like that one of my neighbors down here, he's from Canada. So every time that he comes a? down here for the winter, a, uh, he brings uh, Molson. Is a Canadian beer. Have you had that? I think I have actually, I think they sell it up here. Maybe, I don't know, but I've never had it before until I moved down here and he, uh, had some. So I like that. That's a good beer, especially for like the winter time down here. Um, and then, I mean, you got the go-tos, right? When, you, you know, if you're out to pizza or something, you got, you got the, the light beers, the Miller light, Bud light, things like that. I mm-hmm. really like Coors light, Coors light out of those three, not, not the, not the Molson, forget about that, but Bud light, Miller light and Coors. That was my go-to. Actually, I drink Coors a lot in high school. Really? I feel I like I Coors never, a lot in high school. I feel like I never drank beer in high school because I felt like it was so hard to try to hide a bunch of beer cans. So it was always just like compared to like getting a bottle of like UV blue or some, you know, awful cheap. Oh my gosh. Drink that you could get that you could like easily hide it, you know, under your bed or I had it actually pretty well made because my family, my parents have like a bar. So I would just put the alcohol like in the back of the bar and I could hide it in plain sight without them ever having to worry about being like what's this you know yeah yeah i never really came over to your house and drank in high school i feel like i towards the end but it was more so in college right no well in high school my parents were very strict about not drinking like if i was at a family party i could have a beer but like in in general like i remember i will never forget um because like in high school what i would do is you know i would go to drink at alec and luke's house or mm-hmm. Luke's house just in his basement. 
and we had you know we have like alcohol but i would go reach and find like the most random bottle of alcohol that i know my family doesn't touch at all you know it's got like cobwebs on it or you know it's dusty and i didn't know what it would it was like playing like russian roulette you know you don't know what you're gonna get yeah yeah well and you don't you don't know the taste of stuff in high school either like you've never had that you're like yeah you're you don't know if you like it or not you're just like oh i know it's gonna get me drunk and i remember that matters (laughs) literally you're not wrong but i remember one time in particular um i put it in my pillowcase and like usually if i what is what do you what do you you it's a bottle of liquor or like it's a it's a bottle of liquor Okay, that you put in a pillowcase. And and usually, well, actually, so originally, because I would bring my backpack downstairs because I'm like, oh, I've, I got to go grab, you know, a controller or a video game. Yeah. And that's when I would usually put, like, alcohol or whatever in, in the backpack. But for some reason, like, I just had this weird feeling about it. And I took the bottle out and I put it inside my pillowcase. Okay. Because you know, if I'm going to a friend's house, did they house, check this... your backpack or something? And so I, I, you, I would go upstairs, and I like was about to walk out the door. My mom said, "Hey, come here for a second. And I put my pillowcase down, and I came back, and she's like, "Let me see your backpack." And she <laughs> unzipped my backpack, and she checked everything. And I don't know, no like, way. it was that's like out of a movie. Literally, it was the weirdest experience like I ever had. Because like, it's she, my mom never asked me before to like see my backpack or anything like that. Cause like th- my parents weren't like that. Like they don't track my location. Like they trust me and everything yeah, like yeah. that. But for some reason that one time it was just, it was the, like, I, th- I, I still have it ingrained in my brain. Cause I was sh- like shaking as I was like leaving. Like I was like, right. Dude, something like, she, like I figured she had to know something was up, but I got <laughs> well, away moms with have it eyes in the back of their heads. Right. I you're, mean, she had eyes not in wrong. the basement while she... you were in the bar grabbing that bottle of overlord sees all that's all that's i'm gonna true. say that's it true. was so it was crazy i i used to hide um alcohol in my room underneath my bed in water bottles and it was mainly <laughs> vodka my go-to was vodka because like you're saying it's it's cheap easy and quick and it gets you drunk right like mm-hmm. i don't want to mess around with drinking like five to seven beers before i feel anything like boom let's get a couple shots we're feeling good right mm-hmm. so i used to take uh, vodka from my parents i would go into like their you know pantry basically or whatever and uh my parents weren't like super big drinkers so we basically all the alcohol that we would have in there was just for parties and stuff so mm. i would try and luckily my my family's big and so we would have like family parties like every weekend or every other weekend especially in the summertime or something like that so that's when i would stock up right so underneath my bed would be just littered with water bottles i'm talking i mean 20 to 50 water bottles of like of all different fills right some of them would be super low fill some of them would be high fill some would be you know empty some of them would be like not even open before so like it's just a minefield of water bottles in there right and so if like if my parents came in there and they wanted to you know clean up a little bit or something like that they would just take all these water bottles and then they would just go and dump them out. And while they were dumping them out, like they would just open up the cap and just leave it in the sink and then go for the next one. Open it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like when you were dumping them out, you didn't have anything. So it was, it was basically a foolproof plan. And I actually never got caught doing Not this. that I, the vodka would smell if they opened the water bottle. Like wouldn't that, I, I mean, you would think so, but it never happened. I'm telling wow. you. So I would go like whenever, if they weren't home or I don't know, just, just 
you know, after a party or something like that, I would, cause they, they're not going to know the levels of the vodka and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I've been over to friends houses and stuff before they where they would like draw lines on the levels of, of their bottles. The parents would draw lines on the level of alcohol in their bottles and stuff like that. And like, if the level was, you know, lower than whatever, like they would ask their kids about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my parents never did that, but mainly because I would just, I never asked them to drink because I would just do it on my own. That's another thing too. I was the first kid. I had to pave the way for everyone else. Right. So like my parents right now, probably, or not right now, but if my sister drank in high school, they probably would have less of a punishment on her than if I was drinking in high school. Right. Because I had to pave the way for everything. I'm, I'm going through the jungle with a machete, just trying to, you know, figure out, you know, blaze the trail for my, my, my younger siblings. But yeah, I would put vodka, I would get a funnel. I'd put vodka in these, uh, water bottles and hide them under my bed. And then I, I knew I strategically would place them. Right. And like, or like some of them would have wrappers on or like, uh, I would draw like a little, I would make a little mark on them or something. Like I got really intricate with it, but then, you know, in high school, I'd bring them to parties or I'd bring them to homecoming or I'd bring them to, you know, stuff like that. Actually, homecoming one year remember this i had the uh camelback dear lord backpack (laughs) so i had a backpack yeah right i think this was probably it wasn't senior year so i think it was junior year homecoming so i was like what how old are you when you're a junior i was young for everyone but i I was like i think 16 or 17 no 16 i had my i had my license i had my car so i was at least 16 i might have been 17 maybe no, mm. it was uh, so homecoming would be in the fall of the school year. So I had to have been 16. That's kind of crazy to think about now that I think about it. Wow. But, so I was 16 and it was junior year homecoming, had my car. I also had a backpack and a camel back like pouch that would go into the backpack. Remember, like runners would wear them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So like the hose would come out of the camel back and you could, you know, drink from the the straw of the hose that came mm-hmm. out of the, the pouch. You don't see those anymore though. Like other than like if like you went to like a rave festival or something. But yeah, you really don't. That's yeah. Probably because everyone sure. caught on to that the fact that everyone pretty much used it to just fill it up with alcohol fill for alcohol. events yeah. that you weren't allowed to bring alcohol in. I was going to say, I'm I'm definitely not the first and I'm definitely not the last to do this one. But I want to tell this story because I was, I, dude, I was 16 years old and bringing alcohol into, they did pat down checks and like bag checks and stuff like that too with at the, at the gates into the football games and stuff, especially for homecoming because it was a big event. But yeah, I filled, I filled my camelback pouch up with vodka, just straight vodka. And I put um, lemonade powder mix into it. And just like a crap ton of that lemonade powder mix. And I I just did it until it tasted good, basically. But I walked into that game and I we were in the in the in the stands, like super fanning and stuff with all of our gear, jumping up and down, doing whatever. And the whole game, people were just coming up to me and just taking sips off of the straw. Again, this is pre-COVID days. You couldn't get away with that these days. But I had tons of people all around me just taking sips out of the straw <laughs> in the middle of the home. I don't think I remember a single a single uh, uh, play that, that happened to that game. I don't even know if we if we uh, won that game. We probably didn't because our football team sucked. But wow. So, is there any other high school parties that like high school is weird? High school is high school drinking is weird, man. You're drinking all of these like crappy drinks 
Like ju- you're just trying to get straight drunk. Yeah, right? it's 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 weird because like you've never dealt with alcohol before. I mean, like in in that sense. And it's yeah. kind of like it, I, I don't want to say it's like a rite of passage because I feel like definitely like high school drinking like in high school is kind of like you're probably better off waiting till college, you know, mm-hmm. just because of like how dangerous it is in high school, because like you're you're pretty much always having to do it in like the weirdest circumstances where you have to be like sneaky about it. You don't know like your tolerance. You don't even know what you like. And like the like the lengths that you're gonna go to get alcohol it's just like thinking about it to, like, to this day if you're actually of age <laughs> yeah like to this day like i'm thinking about it and it's just like if i wanted to get a beer you know i could like go into any store i wanted to show them my id boom no worries but it was like back in the day it was like a mission like you had to know someone oh, who knew someone to. who was free and then you, you had, had to, to know someone who was over 21, which is few and far between, unless you had friends who's like had siblings that were over 21. Even then, though, they those siblings wouldn't I found at least those siblings wouldn't want to give you alcohol or two. You had to find someone with a fake ID, but a fake ID at 17 years old. It's hard to pass. It's hard to pass as a 17 year old with a fake ID that says, you know, 21, 22, 23. I remember this one time where it was me and two of my friends, Alec and Luke, and okay. we were at Luke's house because that's, you know, usually where we would hang out and we wanted to get alcohol. And so he knew this guy or what through a connection or something. And the guy was willing to pick up, but we had to go pick the guy up. But he only wanted Luke in the car. to because did he, he was, did he just feel like more comfortable with only Luke in the car or something? I, I don't know. But I don't I don't know what difference it would make with me and Alec in there or whatnot. Yeah. So we had to first sneak out of Luke's house because his parents, you know, would have been suspicious. We're leaving pretty late at night or whatnot. And he also yeah. had to leave his phone at his at our other fr- like at one of his friends' house who was like in a neighborhood over. He would put, you know, he went to the mailbox and just left his phone. And so if they tracked it, he could be like, oh, we were at, you know, so-and-so's house. Right. Yeah. So we drove in Alex's car to this random neighborhood. <laughs> and we parked the car. Luke, me and like Luke made me and Alex get out of the car while he cuz he was telling us like on the way like yeah, like the guy doesn't feel comfortable with like you guys in the car. Yeah. So we get out of the car in this random neighborhood and then he drives off. Keep in mind he doesn't have a phone or anything. Why? Because he left his, he had to leave his phone at so and so. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so he picks yeah. up with a guy, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, like I'll come pick you guys up. Uh, just be in like the vicinity or the area." So we're in this random neighborhood late at night, just walking around, and like we end up going to this like retention pond, just sitting there waiting for like what felt like way too long, and mm-hmm. all of this process was just to get I think a bottle of like Fireball or, or so, like Jack Daniels. Yeah, yeah. So like it was like crappy... you go on a quest. <laughs> You go on like a, a legit quest. Like you have to, you know, plan it all out. Then there's like there's levels to it. Yeah. And it just it's just mind blowing. Like the the length that we were willing to go just to and again, that wasn't even like that bad when you think about it, but like just it, it was like a two hour long process for yeah. Yeah, yeah. what? 
you know when when today you could just me and you can just walk into a, a a liquor store on our way home from work and pick up a, a bottle of vodka no problem no big deal yeah yeah it's uh it's funny to think back on the ways and the lengths that you would go to to get alcohol <laughs> in high school for sure yeah bro have you ever had um moonshine or everclear or any of it we uh yeah, we drank some at your house, didn't we? Yeah, it was like uh, it's it's not exactly Everclear, but it's it's a form of it. It's called Spiritus, but it's like the same proof, I think. So it basically smells like a nail polish remover. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just gross. I don't know why anyone ever drinks that, but I have tried Everclear before. It was at a uh, it was at a, a homecoming party. I think senior year it was. We went to this chick's house and uh her it was her dad's house uh and her dad was divorced so it was her dad and like her stepmom or her dad and like his girlfriend or something were out of town i get i think they're in italy so it was like there was like no shot of them coming home at all right so she just chose to throw the this party and uh it was it was a great place to do it you know in, out in the middle of nowhere cornfields like the next door neighbors had like horses like i remember thinking to myself like oh if the cops show up right now i'm gonna hop on one of those horses i'm just gonna ride into a cornfield i don't know why i thought that but that'll work great exactly so her dad actually shut off um everything in the house basically but the electricity um so he shut off the like water and everything like that right um and so we why i think he was gone they they were gone on this trip for i don't know like over a month or like three, three, four weeks or something oh, like okay. that. So he just shut off some of the utilities or whatever. But um, we get to this house. And so it's basically like, there's nothing there. Like that, you know, we need to turn the AC on. Like it's hot. It's super hot in there and everything like that. So anyways, we get to drinking and stuff. Um, and like halfway through the party, we realized that we have no chasers or that we ran out of chasers. So like everyone would show up. This is how our high school parties would be. Everyone would show up with copious amounts of alcohol, but no one showed up with chasers. No one brought anything to drink besides alcohol. And so, uh, we had very limited chasers and apparently we blew through those in like, you know, the first half of the party. And so, I did a shot of Everclear and I was like, oh, this is terrible. I need to chase this down. And even if it wasn't terrible, it's like you don't want to just be walking around with a, you know, aftertaste of Everclear in your mouth the entire night. And so I'm looking around for chasers and stuff. And this is when like everybody was like, oh, no, we don't have any chasers and stuff like that. And so I go over to the kitchen sink and turn on the, the faucet of the kitchen sink and it, no water comes out. I'm like, what? like what's going on here and so i asked the chick who was hosting the party i was like she was like oh yeah yeah my dad turned off like the water in the house i'm like okay so we have no chasers whatsoever and we have no running water in this house and we have probably i don't know a hundred people here that are needing to use like the bathroom and stuff like that like it, was, it, not, it did not go well so that was my first time i ever had ever clear i had to i probably just chased it with like Coors Light or something like that, but I'm never having having Everclear again. That was that was absolutely terrible, and I'm pretty sure I slept in my car that night. But I didn't have to ride a horse away from the uh, the cops into the cornfield, so that's good. You know, so. it, it's it's funny though. Like thinking back to like high school or even college or whatnot, but like, why would you ever want to host like a party? Like, say your parents <laughs> are out of town, like just. <laughs> 
I don't think there was ever a time where I went to someone's house when their parents were out of town that they were having people over like a party that like it all went according to plan. Like there were no issues, like (laughs) nothing got broke. Like I, I just, I give respect to anyone who like decides to have a party when, you know, it's not even like their house, their own house, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's mind boggling because I feel like you can't even enjoy it. You're kind of sacrificing yourself. For the greater your house good, gets ruined. You're sacrificing <laughs> yourself for the greater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taking one for the team for sure. Mm. No, your house definitely gets ruined, and you're definitely uh, not in a great place with your parents or whoever owns the house after the party. That's for sure. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was uh, that was a memorable memorable party. Yeah, we'll we'll have to get the boys on here to talk about some more memorable parties and and stuff like that. I'm trying to think off the top of my head though what other drinking stories me and you have i guess the fourth of july one is kind oh. of <laughs> it's kind of funny we can, tell that. we can tell that right now everyone yeah i mean we could we could definitely dive into that that was what All right. you, you tee it up i think that was senior year wasn't it no that was summer no this was summer freshman graduate? year it was summer freshman year going into sophomore year but of college I, yes so i remember you picked me up at like seven or like eight in the morning uh from my house because we were taking the train down to uh chicago to go to north avenue beach yeah and i remember like you like pulled up opened your trunk and you had a cooler just i think it was a cooler filled with just random alcohol and i was like yeah this is gonna work you know this is this is fun and I don't even remember that. Where did I get all this alcohol? I kind of was the plug in high school, wasn't I? I just like found ways to get alcohol somehow. Yeah. Surprised we didn't get roofied at all. But uh, <laughs> I remember you picked me up and we, we ended up at the train station and we're taking the train down there. And like it's, you know, I, I remember because this was like the first time I think I've ever been in North Avenue Beach. And I was like drinking on a beach like that's going to be fun. And right. Except you're in Chicago. With like and, and you also you also don't realize that the train station isn't like two feet away from the beach. It's like miles away. <laughs> it's so like true. you had to take like a hike all the way over there. And when you're like a little tipsy from, you know, pre-gaming, it's just miserable in the, you know, in the sun trying to get to the beach. And I remember as soon as you got to the beach, it's like, okay, yeah, life is good. You know, this can be a fun time. But then you realize the place is swarming with cops and alcohol is not allowed on the beach. So it's like, okay, well, this is interesting. Yeah. Alcohol is not allowed on the beach, let alone with uh, with minors, (laughs) people who are under the age of 21. And so I remember like there were cops in like a, a row almost that were just stopping people at random, checking their backpacks as they were trying to get onto the beach. And I had a backpack just like it, it had like a handle of vodka in it. And I was like, OK, well, if I get stopped, I'm done. So like I just cut my head down, blew past the cops. Next thing I know, I'm in the you know beach and I'm like, OK, let's you know, we can start having fun. And then I realized that there's just cops walking around nonstop. And I'm like, this is kind of miserable. Yeah, dude, there was uh, there was I think I think you ran into this issue, too, because I don't I don't I had. I'll tell my story of like somewhat almost getting arrested, I guess of, of that day. I remember, yeah, we hopped off the train and we literally walked. I mean, it had to have been 
two, three miles, or if not more, maybe five miles to, to the, uh, someone can fact check that look up, uh, Ogilvy station to, uh, North Avenue, um, beach, but, uh, it was a far walk, especially when we were already tipsy because you're hitting it, uh, you know, pre-gaming a little bit at, uh, at 9am, 10am, uh, you know, on the train. But, um, when we got down to the beach, yeah, you're right. Cops were like, they would form a line from the water all the way up to uh, like the, what is that called? Like the boardwalk edge, basically. Yeah. Um, so like the whole sand part, they formed a line from the water all the way up to where the sand ended. And they would just walk like, you know, from one end of the beach to the other. And uh, anyone that they saw, you know, in their way that was doing things that were illegal, they just arrested on the spot, boom, bang, cuffed, let's go, you know? So they were doing this and I had, you know, of course I had a couple of beers in my backpack and things like that. But luckily this was towards midday, maybe like, I don't know, afternoon ish sometime. And I only had one beer left in my backpack and I had, um, a beer in my hand. And so I, uh, I remember the cops just forming a line and I, and I was had this beer in my hand and I looked over to my left-hand side and they're walking towards me. I was like, Oh no. And so I put my beer down. I was like in a group of people just talking or whatever. I put my beer down and I just turned my back to the cops and I just started walking away just kind of nonchalantly. All of a sudden, I feel someone pulling my arm to turn me around. And I get kind of like thrown, you know, back to like stopped in my tracks to turn around. And I'm face to face with the Chicago cop. And he's like, hey, uh, so you picked that beer up over there. Why don't you go? Why don't you go pick that up right now? I was like, oh no okay all right yeah i'll go pick it up whatever i picked it up and then uh and he's like all right now dump it out i'm like okay and so as i'm dumping it out um he's like oh how old are you how old are you i'm like like trying not to say it and stuff like i had my i I had a fake id so i had my fake id on me i'm pretty sure but um and i didn't before i could get to tell him my age some completely sloshed smashed drunk chick comes up to him and just starts saying something. I don't even remember what she was saying, but completely interrupted the conversation and like was my saving grace to be, you know, like (laughs) to make sure I didn't get arrested. And so somehow he was like, you know, got distracted with her or whatever. And he's like, what, what's in your backpack? Do you have anything else in your backpack? And then I was like, he, like, as I was kind of saying it, he was like about to like unzip it and check it. And, uh, which, now I think about it, it's probably illegal, but whatever. Um, and uh, I had one more beer in there. So he took, takes this beer out and he's like, why don't you dump this one out too? And so I dumped that one out and things. And and, and uh, I had two empty cans of beer in my hand. And this drunk chick is just still like nagging him and nagging him and nagging him. So he's not even focused on like what I'm doing or anything like that anymore. He's like, you have anything else in the backpack? I was like, no, sir, that's my last one or whatever. I was super respectful. I wasn't, I wasn't drunk really. I, I mean, maybe I was a little tipsy or whatever, but I could still communicate properly instead, you know, unlike the chick that was talking to him. And so he's like, okay, go throw those out over there. And if I see you drink with a drink in your hand again on this beach, you're getting arrested. I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> like I, I was, I was like pretty scared when I was walking, you know, away to throw those. And I was like, thank goodness for that drunk chick who butted in on the conversation so I didn't have to tell the cop my age. Cause you, cause you imagine if I told him the age that was on my fake ID and then I showed him my fake ID and then he's like, no, there's a fake ID. Plus you're underage drinking. Plus, you know what I mean? Like it would have, would have ended well. <laughs> I cannot believe you 
would have pulled out your fake ID. If you're if you're faced with a cop, you can't pull out your fake. That's just asking for trouble. I remember, uh, true. Like you, I didn't have quite as uh, intense of a confrontation, but that same day, I remember I was uh, going to make myself another like drink. So I, you know, had my backpack and you know how you would get, you know, one of those just random like water bottles or it was, I think like filled with lemonade. Yeah. And so I was pulling out the vodka from my backpack. Well, you know, before I did that, I made sure to look around, make sure no cops are in sight, put my backpack down, zip it, you know, open and pull out the vodka. And as I'm holding the handle of vodka in my hand, I look up and I see a cop literally make eye contact with me as I'm like putting the vodka back into the backpack. So I don't know exactly if he saw it or not, but he's making a beeline straight like towards me kind of nice. So I do like the, the best panic move that I know, which is pull out your phone and just pretend like you're on the phone with your parents. And I was like, hello. I was like, Hey dad. I was like, yeah, where are you guys? I'm here. Oh, you guys are up up North a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I said, I went to stop it by and say hi to some friends, like faking a conversation and I beeline straight to the water to like <laughs> go into the water until I'm like, I don't know, probably like um, almost knee deep in water. Yeah. And then I start walking like north to where like I said my parents would be. And luckily the, the, the cops like, you know, stopped at that point. But I, I it was. You <laughs> That's know, hilarious. You're on the phone. Like, mom, mom, pick me up. There's underage drinking going on <laughs> here. I need to leave right now. This yep. is not good. Yeah, yeah no, mom, I don't. Day, I don't feel comfortable right now. That day was hilarious, man. I mean, I remember people just like falling over, pass out drunk, and the paramedics are coming, like wheeling them off on carts <laughs> to go yeah, to the hospital was... and get their stomach pumped and stuff. That was messed up, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It just was, uh, that was the first and last time I've ever done something like that on Fourth of July. Because I remember the next year I, I was invited to go to North Ave. Uh, for Fourth of July, I was like, absolutely not. the The year before was terrible, and I do not want to do that again. Yeah, I agree. So. That was like the only Fourth of July. I feel like I did something that was like, oh, uh, actually, no. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny actually because so two years ago, for the Fourth of July, we went to uh, not Chicago, but like north of there. I think it was called like Zion. But there's a beach there and it's a lot more of like a relaxing kind of time. So we, we got a hotel there for like the weekend or um, yeah, it was for the weekend and 4th of July rolls around. We just stroll to the beach and again, like there's no drinking on the beach, but like there's families Everybody all around. Does it. Yeah, but there's families all around. So it's not like it's, you know, like North Ave where there's like, you know, a bunch of like college high school kids all together, you know, congregating. Well, we set up, and I guess this was kind of stupid on our part, but we set up right next to these group of like college kids, and yeah. they're not really hiding the fact that they're drinking. <laughs> Whereas we're kind of being a little bit more chill, but again, it's there's what cops patrol on the beach. Well, um, the cop busts the people next to us and then comes straight towards us, and he, you know, asks what's inside the cooler and it's inside be- the box because because he sees he sees like we have like we each are holding like a beer in our hand or something but it's nothing you know crazy and he's like what's in the cooler and one of our friends is of course giving him attitude like nothing and i'm you know sitting <laughs> there like why are you making this worse for us I'm like, yeah. no 
and I'm There's like, that one friend in the group that you're like, I don't want to associate with you. Yeah, I'm like, take them to jail or like give them the ticket. So then, take them to jail. He's like, open the cooler, and I was like, officer. And I, I you know, at, that, at this point, I'm like, I gotta step up. So I'm like, officer, I'm really sorry. Like, I didn't realize that we weren't allowed to have alcohol on the beach. Um, would it be okay if we could take the cooler back up to the hotel? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, at that point, he was like, yeah, no, that's fine. So we, with it. yeah, we ended up not getting a ticket compared to nice. the other group because I think it was because I was like respectful and I was nice to the guy. I was just like, Hey, like, listen, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, no, that's I mean, the that's the best way to go about it. Yeah. Unless you get in like a fight with someone. Have you ever gotten like a drunk fight with someone? As opposed to not maybe, uh, maybe, uh, don't, uh, maybe, uh, not the time that I punched you in the face at a party. We don't need to talk about that one. I, I was going to you know, say, I, I've, I've, I've never been in a drunk fight really, but I do recall I a time where <laughs> I got sucker punched by you for no reason <laughs> other than like saying hi or something. I, yeah, I, I didn't, I honestly didn't have a reason to punch you whatsoever. I remember punching you. I don't know what my thought process was before punching you, but I, re- I remember it vividly because I was walking up the stairs. You were walking down the stairs. Okay, and I... so let's set the story for everybody. This is a different party that we're at, another high school party. And uh, this is probably, I mean, it had to have been like 12, 1, 2 in the morning, right? I mean, it was like late. So pretty much everyone there was sloshed. A lot of people were just passed out already. And anyways, uh, you're walking up the stairs. And, and where am I at? You were you were at the top of the stairs. You were walking down, and like I was like, "Holy crap, Jack's here!" Because I feel like I I didn't see you at all the entire night or anything like that. So then like I like was like, "Hey, Jack, what's up?" And then next thing I know, I just get sucker punched across the face, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And I got like heated at that moment. But <laughs> luckily, there were like people on the stairs, so they like got in the way in between us because I was about to swing on you because I got so pissed off. That I was like, dude, what the hell? And I remember getting away with it, and I was like, how did I just get away with that? Like, yeah, I definitely it, in my mind was like, oh, I'm gonna punch you for absolutely no reason, but this is gonna turn into a fight. Like, I'm prepared for the fight. Like, I mentally prepared myself to get in a fight with you, but I I punched you, and I remember there were no repercussions, and I was like, wait a yeah, second, that worked got, out way too good in my favor. I got like I got pushed up the stairs to like keep going up the stairs, and then. Once I got to the stairs, I was like, I got to go take a piss. And then I went to go pee. And then, like, that was it. (laughs) We just, I remember we, we, um, I think after you peed, you went into the bedroom. We were just talking to someone. And then you were telling them that, like, I punched you. And then, like, I walked into the room right at that moment. And we both made (laughs) eye contact. And we were like, like, at that moment, we both knew that we were good. I mean, we were, were, we were like best friends. So at that (laughs) moment, we both knew that we were good at, you know, like, we weren't going to fight or whatever. But there were like four or five other people in the room. They were like, Oh no! What's what's about to go down right now? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's I don't know, man. It's just I don't know. It, it's so interesting, like how when you're drunk, you just do the most random things that you would like never do when you're sober. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's interesting speaking, stuff to say the least. Speaking of fights and stuff, we both played lacrosse in in high school. Did did you get in any fights in like in a, uh? in any games or any, you know, anytime we played lacrosse or anything like that. I can't um, remember. I know I got in a few, but I, I, I know the details. Did. I remember them. in college, like 
my freshman year because I, I didn't play lacrosse in college like I at least in, in like the off season I did but originally I was going to but then I you know ended up not or retiring before the season started and I remember like <laughs> okay. we had a meet we had like a meeting uh in some kids dorm room on the lacrosse team and they circled up and they threw a helmet and some lacrosse gloves at me and this other freshman and they made us box each other in nice. front of everyone. Yeah, it was just like the most random thing. But other than just like little box match, boxing matches, no, I can't say I've ever gotten to like an actual fight. But I know you did. Yeah, I've gotten into a few. Um, it was mainly in the cross, though. I never like got into a fight in like in school that like suspended me or gave me a detention or anything like that. But I got in a fight in the lacrosse field a few times. I remember a couple times we played like indoor lacrosse because that was, that got heated because it was way, it, it was close quarters. It was super close quarters, high paced game and stuff like that. And, um, you know, the guys on our team didn't help either. I mean, we were all just testosterone filled, stupid kids that just wanted to beat the crap out of everyone that we saw. So I think I remember putting a headlock, uh, putting a kid in a headlock, on one of the games. Do you remember oh. the details of that? Because I don't really remember that other than like, I'm pretty sure I just got a it penalty was, or did I get it, thrown out of the game. I, I think so. But it was like towards the end of the game. I, I don't know if you got thrown out or if you just got a, a major penalty for it. But like, I vividly remember I was on the sidelines at that point. I was just watching and you like it was a game. One of those games where the entire game, like everyone's just yelling at each other and like getting it. It was just <laughs> a heated game. And it was like, wait, towards wait, the end I of thought the that game. was I thought that was every game we played. Yeah, don't, you're not wrong there, but but I remember like looking over and you and this guy are like chirping at each other, and the next thing I know, you put the kid in the headlock, and like I didn't know what your plan of attack was after that, but you just started like spinning in circles with the guy headlocked, like and it was just like the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I was like, okay, is he gonna throw hands? No, it was just you literally put this kid in a headlock and was just going that's in circles. That, so that's the thing. Like, what are you supposed to do when you have a helmet and gloves and all of that gear on? Like, you can't – it's not like it's not like hockey where your helmet is kind of like an open face type of helmet to where you can just drop gloves and start wailing each other in the face. Like, in lacrosse, you either had to smack people with your stick or you had to, like, tackle them to the ground and just start, like, either choking them or just, you know, hitting them. Ch- where choking them. Where their pads weren't. Yeah, what else are you supposed to do? I don't know. Choking seems a little bit extreme for a little little fight on the field, but I mean, yeah. Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure that this kid was talking trash and then he pushed me and then I just went in on it. But that was my thought process. Is like what am I supposed to do? I'm not I'm not gonna just drop my gloves right now and just start punching this kid in the head. Like it's gonna hurt my hands more than it does anything. So I think my logic was to just put him in a headlock and then I think before I could do anything else, it just got broken up. But I, yeah, there was some. There was a few times like that on the lacrosse field that that got heated. Um, but I think my biggest regret of high school was actually playing lacrosse senior year. I didn't. I I got talked in. I actually walked off the field my junior year. Um, uh, the winter. No, it was the summer. I'm sorry. It was the so lacrosse season was the, it was in the spring. So it, right before that was the winter of my senior year. I played indoor lacrosse and something had happened and I was just like kind of fed up with everything. And I, I knew that I just didn't want to play, play anymore, especially at, at, with the team, especially come springtime. I didn't want to play. And so I walked off. I remember specifically leaving all of my gear there and stuff like that. I told my parents, like, just donate it to the team. I don't care. I'm done. 
And then I let my parents talk me back into it. I let my coach talk me back into it. And I let a few other people talk me back into it. And it was the worst season of lacrosse that, out of all of high school. And that was that was my biggest regret of of uh, of high school was playing lacrosse senior year because it didn't end, it didn't end well. My last memory of of lacrosse isn't a good one. It's just one of our teammates just picking up a ball and and. Uh, picking up a lacrosse ball and just completely wailing it at a kid and we were down like we were losing like the game was over like the game there was the game was well the game was like we had a couple of minutes left or whatever but we weren't winning you know we were were, the game was over already it was one of those blowout moments and there was no way that we were coming back but yeah my last memory of lacrosse was one of our teammates picking up the ball wailing it at the back of the head and both of our team uh, both of our uh teams uh, just cleared the benches and started fighting. And at that point, I was just sick and tired of it. I was like, "This." Yeah, because I remember so, we didn't get to do, we didn't get to shake the other team's hands to end the game or anything like that, <laughs> which is pretty crazy because like that's you know what you do. But, that's how that's how testosterone driven anger rage filled our team was. It was hilarious. I mean, looking back on it, it was. I mean, it it was funny, but. <laughs> probably not a way a team should be that's for sure no, remember yeah, when we were was... playing a game one time and we were getting shot by with a bb gun or a pellet gun or something from uh from the section eight housing that was across the street from our school oh my god <laughs> i no we we didn't we, we didn't play the game yet we were getting we were suiting up to get ready to warm up for the game and i remember okay. one of our teammates just all of a sudden started like shouting like ow 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 and like I'm like, what's going on? Like, is, is he getting stung by a bee or something? He's like, yeah. what is happening? And you look over the fence, and these kids have a BB gun shooting us with it, or it might have been airsoft gun, whatever it it was. It was like they were literally just shooting it at, at us, and <laughs> we're like, what do we do? Yeah, and then I remember, I, like, I remember, I don't know if it was a coach or a parent called the the uh, school like police officer. Officer, yeah. And he went over there and he like busted down a door and got the gun from the kid. Like it was <laughs> yeah. crazy. It was kind of crazy. I do remember a couple of cops going in there and they were like knocking on the door, like trying to see if they can come in and stuff. And then they just kicked the door open and they went in there. I was like, oh, okay. Well, time to play our lacrosse game. Like it was just normal to us. <laughs> yeah. We I was like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Shot in the back with a pellet gun. And then, oh man, we had some good times in high school, man especially with the cross, especially with some of these parties that we went to and stuff. So we're definitely going to have to have the boys back on and we'll talk about some other uh, uh, drinking stories. Maybe we'll even get the boys together and tell, uh, tell the story of how we killed Arnold Palmer and Hugh Hefner. I think that'd be a good story. So stay tuned for that. Um, If you guys have any, questions comments concerns anything you want matt and i to talk about on this podcast email us at uh hello jack and matt at gmail.com hello jack and a and d matt m-a-t-t at gmail.com we'll read whatever story whatever crazy drinking story whatever crazy you know anything that you want us want to share with us we'll possibly read it I'll say possibly. I'm not going to say that we will read it. We'll possibly read it on the podcast here. Also, go follow us on social media. What's our Instagram handle again? Sorry, what was that, Jack? <laughs> What's our Instagram handle again, man? You want to know what our Instagram handle is? Yes. What is our Instagram? At hello, Jack and Matt, right? 
It's hello thoughts. Hello, Jack thoughts. and Matt. Once Jack again, and Matt. hello thoughts, Jack and Matt. Hello thoughts, Jack and Matt. A N D M A T T. All right. Mm-hmm. Go follow us there on Instagram. Comment, like, share this uh, episode with uh, all your friends, family, your mom, your dad, your grandma, everyone. Okay. Come back next week for our episode. We're going to be uploading these podcasts every, uh, what do we say, Friday and Tuesday, right? Tuesday and Friday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuesday and Friday. You just repeated well, what I said, but in a different I way. don't know why you put it up, you know, Friday and Tuesday, because Tuesday comes before Friday, but, yeah, you know, that's neither well, here nor there. We're recording this on a Wednesday, so the next upload day is on a Friday, and then the next one. It made sense in my mind, okay? Mm-hmm. Tuesdays Tuesday and room. Fridays... Okay. Or Fridays and Tuesdays, or whichever Fridays way you want to look at it. Which, whatever way your heart desires. Okay, come back and listen to us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been episode three of Hello Thoughts Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to Hello Thoughts with Jack and Matt.